Happy Halloween, darlings, and welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews and my Halloween special. Tonight, I'm talking to Elvira, Mistress of the Dark from 1988, the cult classic comedy movie from the ultimate horror TV host, Elvira. Elvira is Cassandra Peterson, a former Vegas showgirl and now gay icon. Unfortunately, this movie didn't make as much money as it should have due to Canon Films messing it all up. It was supposed to have a mass release, however, Canon went tits up, so it was only released in about 300 cinemas, hence why this thing sadly tanked. Interestingly, Cassandra didn't get any money from this movie, only getting paid to write this, as she was promised a percentage of the profits, but since making any money, she did get buckets. However, Cassandra or rather Elvira, I did get to keep the car, which cost £2,500, with $7,000, rather, uh, poured into it to do up into the Macabre Mobile. As it's its 30th anniversary, let's dive into one of the best BMWs out there, with its $7 million budget. This thing sadly pulled in $5.5 Here it is, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Onto the format of the podcast, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. The good being anything I find good or entertaining about said movie. The bad is anything I find awful about said movie. And the ugly is something just stupid or in bad taste or indeed just plain ugly. So let's dive into Elvira's Two Big Pumpkins. And oh, I'll keep this one PG-13. And see off the bat, Elvira's boobs are real. Okay, a lot of tit tape holds these things up, but they're real, so we'll just move on. So grab a tool and start banging. And remember, if I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. Here it is, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. And I first saw this back in the 90s, and I loved it. Unfortunately, in Britain, we didn't get Midnight Horror Movie Host instead, which really pissed me off. We had Teletext. In fact, it's back to this bloody day. Teletext is back. Uh, anywho, enough of the pussy footing around. Here it is, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Starring Cassandra Pearson, William Morgan Shepherd, Daniel Green, Jeff Conaway, Kurt Fuller and Ira Hendon, directed by James Sigaroni. That's what pronounce his name. The plot A down on her luck horror host hears her aunt has left her something in her will. She packs everything and heads to a small town where she meets her great uncle Talbert. Vincent Talbert, that is. Who will do anything to get her hands on a cookbook? Seems he's the master of evil, and Afira is the mistress of the dark. Can she figure out her powers to stop him? from taking over the world, or is it indeed doomed? So, my first good, this movie knows just what type of movie it is and runs with it. It is a campy, culty B-movie and it runs with it. My first bad, however. The TV anchorwoman, played by Tress McNeil, is based on a real anchorwoman who hated Avira when she worked on local access TV. She even called her a cheap slut and a tramp on live television. Charming. On to my first ugly. The sleazy new producer, Earl Hooter, played by Lee McLaughlin, hitting on Elvira is based on real events that happened in the 80s. Hashtag me too much. Hmm. Apparently she was fired because she refused to put out. My second good. Elvira, played by Cassandra Peterson, of well playing Elvira since 1982. Her dressing room is bursting at the seams with horror collectibles, including a signed picture of Vincent Price, her favourite actor. And I'd love to get my hands on some of the posters, I mean, they're so cool. My second, a bad, the 80s 
geeks are atypical, horny teens, and spot Ira Hendren of Nightmare on Elm Street as Nightmare on Elm Street three rather as Bo. Oh, by the way, check my archives. I've done that one. Uh, they verge on stalking Elvira. I mean, hmm. They even go as much as climb up to her trench, dressing room, and watch her get changed. Slimy much. A second ugly. The gas station. Uh, her. The gas station attendant, played by John Paragon of PB's Funhouse, Elvira, Movie Macabre, etc., etc., is just disgusting. And note, he was part of Elvira and PB's comedy group called The Groundlings. On to another good. The game show Dream Elvira has is Just to Camp, hosted by William Cart of Breaking Two Electric Bigley, and it sends up the cheesy mid afternoon game shows perfectly. Another bad. The B&B owner, Mrs. Meeker, played by Pat Crawford Brown of Sister Act, check my archives, and a fact ton of TV show is a mean old bully to her whipped husband, Leslie Meeker, played by William Jewell, and her great granddaughter, Robin, played by Ellen Danning, of El- oh, sorry, who Elvira helps blossom into a woman. Another good, the Macabre Mobile is so cool. And I bought one of the things that's so cool, which Elvira kept, as I said earlier. Another bad. Uh, the Spider-Man comic, that Billy, played by Frank Coulson, of the Blob remake, uh, remake rather, reads, uh, and is torn up by Travis, uh, I'll get back to him in a second, it's worth more than this movie's budget, as this was an introduction to a Venom. I think this thing's worth about $8 million. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. You're upset in half. <laughs> Another ugly... Everyone in a little town of Falwell, Massachusetts, either looks down their nose at Elvira, such as Chastity Pariah, played by Eddie McCoddy, of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, P.B. Herman, Playhouse, Planes, Trains, Automobiles, and Wreck-It Ralph, or they are perving over her, such as Travis, played by Jeff Conaway of Greece and Babon 5. There is no one between either hate her or lost after her. And did I mention this was written by Cassandra herself? Anyway, on to another good... The cop that pulls Elvira over is Bill Cable, Elvira's old boyfriend and cult model known as Stoner. He was also in Basic Instinct as Sharon Stone's first victim. And note, she actually stabbed him several times with an actual ice pick wounding him. So his screams are for real now. So the next time you watch Basic Instinct, note, he's getting stabbed with a real fucking ice pick. Why is that a good call? Eh, who cares? Moving on. Two, another bad. Travis is a, such a dickhead and a sleazy asswipe, and Billy is just a dumb muscle moron. These two are bumbling idiots all throughout this entire bloody movie. On to another ugly. Patty, played by Susan Kinnerman, is a complete bitch to Elvira for no reason other than Elvira has real boobs, and she doesn't. And this is a joke that goes on and on and on throughout the movie. On to another good. Bob, played by Daniel Green of Kingpin, me, myself and I, and Hopas is the only one to stick up for Avira in this entire teeny little town. By the way, he's the town hunk who owns the cinema. On to another bad, the Poodle Gonk hated Elvira and bit her several times and apparently was quite aggressive on set except for its owner. Or it doted on it apparently. Hmm. On to... Another ugly. 
One too many shots of Avira's boobs. I get it, she's a sex symbol, but come on, really? It's boob shot after boob shot after boob shot. Moving on. Dear God. To another good. William Morgan Shepherd as Vincent Talbert runs with the idea of being the master of evil and chews up the scenery. FYI, he's Mark Shepherd's father. If you know who Mark Shepherd is, you're not a geek. He was in Doctor Who, Supernatural, X-Files, etc, etc. Another band, the 80s montage that make the house look even uglier than it was. By the way, the house is the Psycho House. Another ugly. The town council, led by Calvin Cobb, played by Robert Benedicti, stitches up Elvira and makes her even more of an outcast by not giving her a job, as we see Elvira going through each and every shop in town to ask for a job and getting knocked back continually. Another good. The house Elvira gets from her great aunt is indeed the psycho house, just the other side of it, and not the famous side. Another bad. The geeks sell tickets to, quote, help Elvira out while purring on her as they paint her house. I mean, it's just... Uh... Although we do have the classic quote, grab a tool and start bagging, so moving on. To another ugly, Patty dunking Elvira with tar and feathers, Kerry style, and that was real tar and real feathers, and it... Elvira had to keep it on, or Elvira Cassandra had to keep it on for three days, I believe. It was utterly disgusting. On to another good. The Elvis t-shirt Elvira wears in bed is a nod to the one night she spent with him in the 70s. He told her to leave Vegas as it'll kill her, so she left to go to Hollywood where she was in an all-gay dance trip called Mama's Boys. And then she became Elvira and boom, an icon was born. Another bad, Mr. Glouter, played by Kurt Fuller of the scary movie. Movies? coming soon, Ghostbusters 2 coming soon also, and Supernatural is just another skis and hits on Avira again and again and again. Another ugly, the casserole Avira cooks up is utterly disgusting looking, she puts mealworms and fungus and various other vile stuff into the thing, then tops up with, with what cheese or cream, the hell it's canned cheese stuff that Americans have, and then puts crisps or other chips on top of it and serves it to Bob as a romantic dinner which comes alive and rips off her top, but moving on. To another good, Elvira doing her shtick to her favourite B-movie, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, to, and the crowd is loving it in Bob's cinema, uh, one night where she's raising money to fix her car. I mean, I've seen that movie and it's not that good, but moving on. To a bad, the flash dance slash Kerry nod was done for real, as I said, in which Elvira was tarred and feathered, and Elvira had to keep this thing on for hours and hours and hours, as I said. And another ugly, the love slash lust potion Elvira uses on the townsfolk is all sorts of wrong, as we have the town council stripping off down to underwear and humping each other and anything in sight, it's just looking all sorts of wrong. Another good, the flash dance nod. Although, if Cassandra is a trained dancer, why didn't she do all this herself? And note the song used here was written for Maniac 1980, but the words were changed and we now have an 80s disco classic, I suppose. Moving on. <laughs> to another bad, once Elvira finds out she's a mistress of the dark, she uses her Book of Shadows to cast a money spell. You can't do that in magic. That's not how magic works. No personal gain. And on to my final ugly. 
the townsfolk rejoice at killing Elvira at the stake because she's a witch and there's a burn at a stake. And on to another good. The hand puppet monster that Elvira cooks up is kinda cheesy, but at least it's not CGI. Another bad. As I said, the townsfolk want to burn Elvira at the stake because she's a witch. What the fuck? This is supposed to be 1988, by the by, and they're still burning people at the stake. Oh, for God's sake. Another good. The 80s effects when the magic isn't used is just too cheesy and so funny. And it's just, ugh, like I say, this movie knows it's a B-movie and runs with it. Another bad. The burning at the stake was done for real. Okay, there was a trench about 15 feet uh, long and about 8 feet deep. But the flames were still high enough to burn Elvira's wig and dress because they were about 25 feet tall and were quite odd. And not she had that wig since 1986, and she thinks it is indeed cursed, as every time she took it to a gay hairdresser, he'd die. Now she takes it to a woman, and it's perfectly fine. And this thing took six days to film, so she was tied to this thing for six fucking days. Well, not continually, but you know what I mean. Moving on to another good. The townsfolk get their comeuppance being turned into pigs. Well, the council do anyway, because Vincent has enough of their shit and turns them into pig, call them swine, so they're turned into pigs. And my final bad, Elvira sprains her ankle running away from the Master of Evil. Clichéd much. And I'll rattle off my four other goods. The makeup news for Vincent as Master of the Dark is quite good. Even though it's practical effects and no CGI was used, it's quite good. Another good, the nod to the hand slash evil dead as Elvira cuts off her uncle's hand. As it crawls on the place, she stabs off a knitting needle, etc, etc. Another good, the townsfolk come together to help Elvira after the council are turned into pigs and indeed invite her to stay at this little sleepy town. And my final good, the Vegas dance act, as Elvira gets money from her uncle's estate to have her Vegas show, is camp personified. I just love it. So that was Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, a camp cult B-movie classic that sadly doesn't get the credit it deserves, unfortunately making money either due to Roger Common fucking this thing up or just plain bad luck. This however is a good time, get some friends over, have a few drinks and stick this on and you'll have a great time. Plus you'll be cracking one-liners all night, such as how's your head, I haven't had complaints yet, for days later. I'll give this thing an 8 out of 10. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also, check out my other horror podcasts of The Omen, Psycho, Find Destination, and more. Also, my solo podcast of They Live, Prince of Darkness, Trick or Treat, and many more. Hey, bye! Now I'm off to slip on my leg warmers and do the flash tag. Unpleasant dreams, darlings.